Hello, stranger. Do you like to read? Read? What's happening? Am I dead? I bet you like zombie books. I like food. Do you have food? You don't need food at dividedbyzerobooks.com. It's full of nutrient-rich science fiction. Ugh, I'm stuck in an ad, aren't I? Once I stop talking, reality will collapse until someone plays this ad again. This isn't the first time we've had this discussion, and it won't be the last. Hello, stranger. Do you like to read? Hey, everybody. This is Derwin, and it's 6 a.m. in the house. I'm skipping the walk today because I was playing in the poison ivy bushes, trying to cut some things down in my backyard. And now, well, uh, my legs are covered in poison ivy rashes, which is super fun. And I got to thinking as I'm making coffee and the cats were chasing me around trying to get my attention. How much I enjoy that first cup of coffee in the morning. How it's the part of the day I look forward to the most, right? I remember during the pandemic... I would look forward to 5 o'clock so I could start drinking beer um, or drink a bourbon or something just to kind of, you know, calm nerves or... Because my... I had such deep anxiety, I grinded away five teeth and for like a month it felt like I got hit in the face with a bunch. So... I... I would just get off work and I'd start drinking just to numb my face so I could eat. It was bad. And now, I don't. You know, now I might have a couple of beers once or twice a week. Nothing too crazy. And now I wake up and I, I so look forward to that first cup of coffee in the morning. Bagel and the strawberries. I think that has to do a lot with um, the coffee represents like looking into the future, right? The bourbon was just trying to get through the day. It was reacting to the past. It almost feels like a... You can tell if you're proactive or reactive, whether you look forward to a beer at 5 o'clock or a cup of coffee at 6 a.m. And for me, I'm I'm really enjoying a cup of coffee at 6 a.m. The future's looking a lot brighter than it used to two years ago. Because lately I've confronted my past quite a bit. I've taking my wife to meet one of my old NCOs from when I was 19. And we went to Georgia where I was stationed a million years ago. And he's a old retired sergeant first class now. But he was my big brother when I was 19. He was he was this mentor I 
needed. He was the guy that kept me on the straight and narrow path. He, he looked out for me when I really needed somebody to. And I got to bring her back. I almost felt like I was bringing her home to say, hey, look, I made something of myself. I did it, <laughs> you know. And, and not everybody did. Not everybody made something of themselves. Some people, a lot of people self-destructed. A lot of people couldn't handle taking off the uniform. And I get the feeling it was nice for him to see somebody who took off the uniform and made a life for themselves and and did good to come back to him and say, hey man, I did it. Thank you for taking the time and investing in me and making sure I was okay. So when it was my turn to be an NCO, when it was my turn to look after the stray cats, I could make sure they were okay, right? I was never the NCO that would storm Normandy Beach or do anything super heroic. I was, at my best, I was the guy that could take people that were not getting a passing grade and bring them up to a C-. minus. Right, I could take an F student and make him into a C minus student. And I learned that from watching Sergeant Tony from 15 years ago. And it was so nice to be able to introduce him to my wife and and just tell him how grateful I was for everything. Anyway, that's all for me today. Thanks for listening. I'll check back in at Monday morning at 0700.